Hey, welcome to the Pass Control Podcast. I'm Brendan, and I got Mike here. Yep. And in this week's episode, episode 46, we talk about uh, our post-Boston Comic Con reactions, uh, Splatoon 2 woes, and, I don't know, maybe Guy Fieri, maybe not, maybe Dragon Ball Z, I don't know. You do know. You but, were there. But, I mean, they don't know yet. Keep fucking tugging their chain. Listen, gotta entice them. Gotta get, gotta build it up. Gotta wanna look, wanna look at uh, Freeze's voice comparisons. Yeah, but not right this one second. But I do. <laughs> so, spoiler: we talk about Dragon Ball Z apparently. Um, but this week's episode of the podcast is sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you find yourself in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from seven to eleven, head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself the absolutely most delicious cookies you'll ever have. Ever. Point blank. I challenge you, I personally challenge you, bring me a cookie that tastes better than a delicious fatty. The shoe comes out. Brendan playing the long con to get free cookies from a bunch of strangers. Shh, don't tell anybody, don't tell anybody. Don't let the listeners understand. Anyways, head on down to Good Eye Fatty, get yourself some tasty, tasty treats, and let them know that Pass Control sent you. And as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Twitter at PassController, into that backwards, and on Instagram at Pass underscore the underscore controller. I always say it the way around, that felt weird coming out. You can find me at Groom and this guy at underscore Mycopath. And enjoy this week's episode, episode 46. Yeah, I don't fucking know, Mike. The world's going to shit, and we're all fucked. Mm-hmm. Um... So, I'll just start off with that quick. Nazis are bad, and violence isn't the answer, but Nazis should be punched in the face. That's the sentiment I've been hearing. Yeah. So, if you're a Nazi or a Nazi sympathizer, you can turn off the show. I don't want you as a listener. Well, there goes all of them. (laughs) But anyways, moving on. There shouldn't be an argument. There shouldn't be a debate. There shouldn't be about getting political. Nazis are bad. It's a thing. They're they're bad. Anyways, welcome to uh welcome to this week's episode of fucking. What is this again? Mm-hmm. Something we do. I'm I'm at a loss for words. Welcome to Calzone time with Michael and Brendan. Yeah, wow. I, I really want to eat this calzone. I'm, what are you doing? Are you trying to make it keep the heat in there by holding? Like, what are you doing? I'm hoping that my hands would absorb the heat. Oh, is that how science works? I don't know. You're the one that's smarter than me. Yeah, but I didn't. I'm also, like, feeling fucking wiggly right now, if you know what I'm saying. I'm going home. <laughs> Listen, I've had a fucking delicious brew, and I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm leaving. You should. Get a waste can. Taking my bone, I'm going home. Then I'll keep the calzone. Keep the calzone? I can't eat it. That, that should have been the one bargaining chip to keep you here. Yeah. Yeah, you lost that bet. All right, fair enough. Anyways, moving on from this nonsensical banter. Um, what's going on? Uh, it's been a long fucking week. At least it felt like a long week for me. Yeah, mine's been uh, coasting right through. We uh, had the privilege of going to Boston Comic Con this past weekend. That's true. For those of you who know Boston Comic Con, have been there before. Uh, the past few years, it's been at the Seaport, a small 
small establishment. And uh, this year they made the plunge. Different ownership for the con. Somebody else purchased the 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 rights to the con? Is that how it works? I don't know. It's under new... Under new uh, management. Uh, under new management, basically. It's a sign you would normally see. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, it, it's a con that's in a new location, under new management, and it seems like they're trying to break it more into the the mainstream, make mm-hmm. it a, one of the bigger, bigger, big-time uh, Comic-Cons. Yeah. I mean, you think Comic-Con, typically the big ones are San Diego and New York. I mean, there's still some other ones in between that are a little, you know, of the larger size. Mm-hmm. But typically the Boston one is, in my opinion, of the cons that come to Massachusetts on the lower end. When you compare the big three? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Bo- uh, PAX is probably the biggest, mm-hmm. and then Anime Boston is pretty big, and Boston Comic Con prior to this is, yeah, small. It, very, it very artist-focused, which is fine, because it's my favorite part of Boston Comic Con is the Artist Alley. Spent much time and much money there this past weekend. Was it, uh, was it actually Boston Comic Con? The one we just went to? Mm-hmm. So, I, it was confusing. I felt like it was had two names. That it was Fan Expo Boston mm-hmm. and Boston Comic Con. Okay. Well, everything said Fan Expo. Yeah, and I think that's because that's the company that owns it now. Or I is wonder, in charge of it. I wonder if it's in part because... Uh, Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con is going around suing people for using Comic-Con for their other cons. Is that a thing they can do? That's what was happening with uh, Comic-Con in Salt Lake, I believe. So, San Diego, the people that own San Diego Comic-Con own the term Comic-Con for for conventions? Far be it from me to talk about legal matters because we do this every single time, and every single time we have to preface by saying we're not lawyers, we're idiots, and we barely remember the information that we had read about the issue to begin with. All that being said, hey, hold on, time. Have we ever said any of those things on the podcast? It was heavily implied. <laughs> okay, I guess. Um, I mean, okay. All that being said, that is what I recall reading: is that. San Diego Comic Con whoever is running San Diego Comic Con was suing uh, Salt Lake City Comic Con for using the name Comic Con because I guess it gives the impression that they're affiliated with the San Diego branch oh. and it's like hey you know don't do that because we've got a brand to maintain I guess I mean I guess that kind of makes sense so wait is New York Comic Con also owned by them I think the company's Comic Con International that I don't know but I know that Salt Lake's, Salt Lake's version was the one that was either getting hit with a lawsuit or the one that was fighting back with the lawsuit. That literally doesn't even make any sense. Like, think about how many, air quotes, Comic-Cons are at least there's in Massachusetts. Lot. Like, the small ones. Like, there's Rhode Island Comic-Con. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, there's, I mean, there was Beverly Comic-Con last year. Mm-hmm. There's another one that's in, like, Wilmington that's, like, yeah. Northeast Comic-Con. Like, mm-hmm. there's a fucking million of them. Yep. And I'm sure that's like that in most states that have, you know, nerd presence. So maybe they're trying to put the kibosh on that. Like, I get the part about protecting a brand, but, I mean, that's a... That would be like... I guess, does Marvel own the rights to... I know with the movies there's some gray area, or black and white at least, but does Marvel own the rights to, like, the word mutant in that connotation outside of, like, the the Fox... Fox owning the rights to mutant in the movies? There, there's definitely something there. 
but I'm sure it's like specifically tied to whatever Marvel's doing. Like the word mutant is still a word, so you're not. I mean, wouldn't te- what te- technically wouldn't the phrase comic con be also a, a, like a free be. open phrase? It should be. I mean, it's just the word comic and convention broken to yeah. like put together. Yes. But again, it's an interesting I, legal battle. I feel like there has got to be some more to it. That they might have maybe they made the branding too close to the San Diego branding, like the lettering and the colors mm-hmm. and stuff. Because I, I can't see them winning a battle that says, "No, no, no, we're the only Comic Con." Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look into that. That's yeah. very interesting. I, I was not aware that was going on. This is this a new development? I know I read about it before Boston Comic Con. Okay. Well, regardless, yeah, I think the company that is in charge of this is Fan Expo is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Because I think some of the, I looked into them, and I think some of their other conventions are called, like, Fan Expo Toronto, Fan Expo... A lot of, a lot of Canadian cons tied to them. What the yeah. fuck's up with us in Canada? They're next door? No, but, like, us in particular. We have a lot huh? of Canadian fans on the interwet... Interwet... And what's the interwet? I should put this beer away. Yeah, you're fucking... Um, I don't know. Anyways. So what was Boston Comic Con like for you this year? Because, I mean, it was definitely a different convention as it has been in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts and takeaways here? It was different. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to sue you for using my word. It's there. Different is your word? I said, I said it first. I said it was clearly a different Comic Con. Oh. All right. Well, I'll see you in court. It was... It was larger, yet somehow still more constrained. There was a lot more stuff going on, but I didn't see any of it. It, it was very oddly set up. So the convention center that they moved this into, basically, they went from a small... The Seaport is a small convention center, and the, the Boston Convention and Exposition Center? BCEC? Mm-hmm. Is Boston that what Convention and Exposition Center, I believe is okay, what it stands yeah. for. So the BCEC is where they moved to, where PAX is, and... To, to put this in, like, so you can visualize it if you're not familiar with the buildings, um, we'll just explain it as if PAX was there. So, the middle of the building has a ground floor, which is the, usually the show floor for PAX, where, you know, all of the developers are, you know, all the big guys, all the small guys, everything is down there on the floor. All the vendors, everything's down there. It's just, you know, that's the floor. You want to try new games, you want to buy shit, it's there. And then on the outskirts of the venue, up for three floors, are all, you know, of varying size conference rooms. And throughout the entire weekend, there's either rooms that are dedicated to, you know, like classic gaming, or there's an arcade, or this. So there's rooms that are dedicated to a specific thing, and then all of the other rooms are full of panels every hour, hour and a half, whatever. Makes sense. It's great use of the space. You know, they cram as much as they can into there. I'm sure there's plenty of things they have to turn down every year at PAX. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston Comic Con is occupying the same space, and again, this is going from being a small, small production to now, arguably, I mean, we could look at the figures, I guess, but I would say it's probably bigger than the Heinz. If not, they're very similar in size. Yeah. But very large building. I mean, isn't a bigger place that they could choose to go in Boston to move the convention to. The problem is, like you just said, the so much space, yet it was so constrained, so they 
the basically the show floor that would be completely wide open for packs was maybe half quarter full and walled off mm-hmm. for Boston Comic Con, and the main theater air quotes was on the show floor, surrounded by curtains. So it was like very odd setup where it was like even if you didn't go to a panel, you could stand out and listen to it, or pretty much stand anywhere and listen to it. It was very at least very at least the noise you could hear. You may not be able to hear what they're saying, <clears throat> but you could hear it. Um, and then, I mean, the show floor was basically half, half vendors, half artist alley, and then, you know, a little area that was meet and greet for the celebrity guests that were there, or the celebrity cosplayers as well. Um, but yeah, the fact that they, like, moved it to a huge space, and then purposefully crunched it down probably made it seem a lot busier and bigger than it was but anybody who's familiar with that convention center knows that like wow there's nothing here right now this is like extremely small so that part confused me i don't know if they were trying to like play the game of like all right let's make it seem like it's busy seem like there's a lot going on because i feel like they could have fit what they did at the seaport um probably I don't know what was going on in terms of panels. Like, I don't know if they might have needed some room for certain panels to be happening concurrently. But they have those panel rooms at the They seaport. do, I know, but I don't know how many, because I've never actually walked around the seaport that much. I've normally been on, like, the main floor. I don't know. They could have pulled it off in that, in that venue. They didn't need to move it. So very, very odd choice. I mean, if they want to continue to upscale it, sure. I mean, that's great. I mean, I obviously live here, so I want good conventions to come here. But of the three, I think I still put it at the bottom. Was the um, was the food area open? We So I don't think we personally ever walked up there. It would seem as though it wasn't, but I guess from what Dom was saying, um, the bar was. So it may have been open. I don't. I don't know, but I mean, yeah. Even the food vendors seemed very scaled back on the ground floor. Like normally, would have a lot more stuff going on. It seemed like only that one spot, like in between the escalator on the far right and like the main entrance. It seemed like that was the main food spot, and it was way scaled down. Then, you know, at Pax, there's fucking food at every fucking corner. We're hungry, hungry boys. Hungry, hungry boys. Um, I mean, I don't. I don't want to continue shit on it. Like it. It wasn't. It wasn't a terrible experience. I, I mean, I enjoyed myself. I had a great weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, my my two favorite things from the weekend probably were, uh, in Artist Alley, and we get to meet some great people. Um, I got to buy some fantastic art from some like really talented artists, both local and from out of the state. And you know, there's some really talented comic book artists that live in this area that you know. Jordan Gibson, uh, fucking Joey Q, Eric Hernandez. Eric wasn't there this year, but the other two were. And I mean, I got stuff for me and Joe at both. Um, I, I love their art. Follow them on Instagram and stuff. But they're, you know, there's some uber talented people that work on mainstream comics. Joey Q, uh, I believe, does the art for, I was going to say Duckman, for uh, Howard the Duck. Oh, yeah, and, get those two confused all the time. Yeah, Duckman and Howard the Duck. How, how could you... Whatever. But, uh, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff. And, you know, I met some cool artists from outside of the state and, you know, exchanged business cards and information and stuff. And 
it's a really cool. Uh, that's my favorite thing about Boston Comic Con is that there's way more of a focus on the art and the artists that neither of the other cons that come here have. So that part for me is my favorite. And then the other part that I really enjoyed was obviously getting to be in the same room with Stanley in any capacity is a fucking win. And most of the time, at least historically at the conventions that he comes to in mass, it's very expensive to see him. But Friday night he did a free panel, which seems very unlike him. Very I, nice. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. He's what a funny the, guy. I wonder what the breakfast was like. Didn't Colin go to it? I'll have to ask him what it was like. I think Colin went to it. Huh. I don't know. Uh, I think he bought the Stanley like experience. The once fun pass. But yeah, I mean he he's a fucking he's a cool dude. Like he's just a cool fucking dude. And you would think, too, like, you know, he's fucking old, 93, 95, one of those. He's, he's up there. He's, he's yeah. over 90. Uh, you know, he still just fucking loves the world, that, like, loves that world that he helped create and he's a part of. You're smirking. What are you going to say? Oh, no. I was just trying to think if I were to do a Stanley impression, what would I say? I don't have anything yet. You've been workshopping it? No, not really. I kind of forgot that we even tried it at any point in time. We did? Yeah. I mean, I probably did. Yeah. But my impressions are terrible. Oh, they are. Historically, they've been pretty bad. But, no, I mean, those were probably my biggest two takeaways. Uh, what about you? Uh, let's see. I was really pleased by Charlie Cox's panel. I thought that was pretty fun. And... Even though I didn't go to it... Is Charlie Cox British? I believe so. Okay. I think... I'm trying to picture his accent. I'm pretty sure he had a British accent. He had, he had an A accent. I just didn't know where he, where he hailed from. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I guess his name didn't sound British to me. I don't know what a British name, Saudi name would sound like. Like fucking, I don't know, start naming Doctor Who actors. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Matt David Smith. Tennant? Oh, Matt Smith. Oh, I guess that's, that's like super fucking plain. Yeah. It's like, no, he, the one thing you can pick from that, he's probably white. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a white guy, maybe. Um, but you were going to say something? Uh, I didn't go to John Berman's panel, but it sounds like they had so much fun in there, and I wish I did go. And a lot of people outside of, like, our normal group of friends, or, or you know, press control people that I talked to that went, that I was like, oh, wow, you went? I was there, too. Like, whatever. Mm -hmm. We just chatted about it quick. A lot of people were like, yeah, John Berman's my man. I got to meet John Berman. I'm all about it. I'm like, I, I don't know. Not into that Doctor Who life. Yeah. I don't know. He had a lot of fun. I mean, he's on Arrow, so, I, I mean, that's... He's also on Doctor Who, though, right? Yeah. Okay. Was he a or doctor? He's on a spin-off show, so I don't know exactly how... How he plays into it? How he plays into it. I think he's like the lead character of the spin-off show. I don't know how he started uh, okay. off on Doctor Who. I, I need to start... I'm going to watch it at some point. Right. Like I said before, I don't think I said it on the air, but I did say it to you. I want to, I wanna like, watch a decent amount of it, but not tell Dom. And he's not going to listen to this, so I don't have to worry about saying it here. But I want to watch... So Dom's a Whovian. Mike's a secret Whovian. Joe's a Whovian. Me and Todd aren't Hoovians. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Mike's not actually Hulu. I'm not actually Hulu. But Mike, Mike knows a little bit about things. Like, you can at least kind of, like, name... You can name more things than I can name. Yeah, possibly. Maybe. I can say Dalek. I can say Davros. Yeah. Uh, and fucking Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey. Okay. That's about all I got. That's all you really need. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want to start, I want to wa- like get a chunk of Doctor Who in mm-hmm. and not tell Dom and then like at some point randomly when we're hanging out, like either he'll bring up Doctor Who because he does once in a while or like I'll just I'll, I'll say something that makes sense into some other context that we're in and it will make him think like, wait, that's a Doctor Who reference. Why does he fucking know that? Because, I mean, I blew my fucking load <laughs> that the first time that I, like, mentioned Davros, yeah. he was like, how do you know Davros? And I was like, I don't know, fucking timey-wimey, googly-woggly. And he was like, this fucking kid doesn't know what he's talking about. It was a fluke. But, uh, no, I knew it because I'm pretty sure it's referenced heavily on the arcade machine, the pinball machine. Oh. Arcade machine? What, what am I? I don't know. Um... But yeah, so the John Barrowman was was a good time, and you would have enjoyed being there. What else? I forgot to even mention this, but Felicia Day's panel was fucking spectacular. It was fun. Felicia Day is an enjoyable person. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Like, if Felicia Day were, like, hanging out with us, it'd be like, hey, what do you want to do? Would you, like, want to play some, like, board games? Like, I mean, normally I don't, but I mean, if you're asking us to, uh, sure. Felicia Day's cool, cool people. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I need to finish watching The Guild. I started it, and I never finished it. I started that a long time ago, too. Where, where can you watch it? I think it's it should still be up on Netflix. Okay. I know... Where did it air originally? I have no idea, because originally... Originally, I watched it on my Zoom, because it showed... It was, like, <laughs> it was like free in the video section of... Uh, you know, the Zoom uh, marketplace. Shout out to Zooms. So, like, I, I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And, like, I downloaded all the episodes of the first season. And they were short episodes. My So my plan was to watch them. It's kind of like how I am now with, like, certain video games and, like, digital books and comics. Like, where I'm like, if I'm ever traveling somewhere and I just need something to watch for a short period of time, this is when I'll do it. Yeah. That time never came. And that was roughly <laughs> seven or so years ago. Yeah. Ah, it's gotta be more than that. It's probably more than that. It's definitely more than that. I mean, the show... Zune? But, I mean, Zune. (laughs) Let's just talk about Zune for a second. The show itself, uh, The Guild, I think, was 2006, 2007-ish, at least when it started. Okay. It's the Um, end of high school. But I'm pretty sure Zunes came out when we were in eighth grade. I wouldn't say that far, but I definitely had one... I definitely got my first one in the... somewhere in high school. Uh, And I'm pretty sure I got it, like, kind of ground floorish. How late into the iPod life cycle do you think Zunes came into play? Because uh, I remember getting an iPod Mini at the end of 8th grade. It was a gift from somebody. And at this point, iPod Mini was probably like second or third generation iPod. It was the cheaper... It was like the cheapest model of what was available for iPods. It... It was it, when they first introduced yeah. the wheel. The wheel, yeah. I mean, it it came in pretty late. Because like I said, I'm pretty... I I know I got mine in high school. And I know I got a first generation one. And I know I must have gotten it like early on because I won. It had to come out in 8th grade. I, I feel like it did only because I'm pretty sure that Christian also had a Zoom. 
I like I know I had an MP3 player. I also had a really shitty. I had an MP3 player that I had. It was like you had to plug it into your computer through USB. Like the, the thing itself was like a stick. <laughs> Mine was too. And you like drag. We probably had the same fucking thing and drag, dragged it over. Yeah. yeah. Drag music into it. Yeah, because at this point, I didn't even have iTunes. I was just using like Napster and Kazaa. Yep. And LimeWire, uh, Lime yes, LimeWire. I used used uh, Win. I think it was called Win MX. I don't know if I ever used Win MX. I think I think I mainly used. I think Napster. I didn't use too much. I know my older brother. I didn't use Napster I, that much. I know my older brother used Napster, but I was I like I'm pretty sure I used Kazaa and LimeWire, and that was where I got most of my things because you could get you know other than music. Hmm. Oh. I don't wait to like get my attention for that. That's what do you mean? I'm just saying you could get like movies and shit. Look at that, Zoom. Is this incriminating to talk about things we did like 15 years ago on the computer? Uh, depends on which things. <laughs> well, the things we're directly talking about right now, which is illegally downloading music on LimeWire. No one's gonna. You you would have to prove that we actually did it. You have to find out which songs it were, which songs it was they were they they were uh things like that like no one you you can't prosecute that i mean the computer that had all of that on it is somewhere in a fucking dumpster fire so yeah fantastic there you go uh zoom 30 which was the first generation zoom it was called zoom 30 well it was just called zoom but i believe it was 30 gigs oh okay so release november 14th 2006 yeah, so it... Oh, no, that's the that end was, of... That was, like, our junior year. Oh. Oh. Wow. Why did I think it came out earlier than that? I don't know. I guess Christian had an iPod. <laughs> <laughs> no, now that I think about it, all the things I was using to reference it were false. <laughs> uh, yep. Christian had an iPod. Though, even though, I'm pretty sure he still... Either him or, or Julian, one of them had a fucking Zoom. I believe it, but, I mean... There must have been a thing when the original Xbox was out and the Zoom came out. There must have been like a, buy an Xbox, get a Zoom. I feel like somebody other than you I knew had a fucking Zoom. I I kind of, I mean, the few people that I bumped into the Zoom, I was like, all right, we're brothers for life now. <laughs> uh, that's that three minutes. So uh, this episode of the podcast has been brought to you by Zoom. Uh, you can't get one anymore. Discontinued. It's a shame, because the hardware was solid, the software was solid, it was a, it was a good device that just didn't catch on. I feel like Christian fucking definitely had a Zoom. I need to text him right now. But I, I feel like it was a pretty durable thing, right? It was like a... I, I would say, yes, it's durable, but I'm pretty sure I cracked the screen on two of them. You had two? You had multiple Zooms, Mike? I had multiple Zooms. Like, by choice? I had the original Zoom, and I, I definitely had the a later model Zoom. I had the Zoom 30, and I had the Zoom 120. Huh. And I feel like... I know I cracked... I, I demolished the screen of one of them, the original Zoom, because I remember that... A, it broke because we were at some store, I want to say Target... And mm-hmm. someone threw something at me, and I jokingly <laughs> fell down on the ground as if, like, whatever hit me, like, actually injured me. So I fell yeah. down, and when I got back up, I realized I smashed the screen. So, I know I I had that one. I replaced it, 
and I forget what happened. I feel like I replaced the second one too. Like something went wrong with that one. Yeah. And I had to get another replacement. And then in college, probably my freshman year, I ordered myself the Zoom 120. I had it engraved on the back. What did you have engraved? Just your name? Um, I remember, I think it had my name. I think it had one of my usernames I used. And then I had asked somebody, I just asked. <laughs> Christian had a Zoom. I fucking knew it. Okay. I don't know. It was just it was just personally bothering me. I was like, I know someone else I know had a fucking Zoom. It had to be Christian. And then when like the timeline debunked everything, I was like, oh shit. I mean, Christian can have a Christian could have had a Zoom regardless of the time. It's I know, but the way I was like trying to timeline it in my head, I was like linking it to other events. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I really remember him having it like at baseball games, and now I'm just making shit up apparently. <laughs> Uh, what was I saying just now? Oh, yeah, I just, like, kind of asked random people, like, hey, what should I get engraved on the back of this thing? And I went with one suggestion. I was like, all right, this is going on there. Do you want to say what it was, or no? Not really. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah, that's fine. All right, just tell me after? Yeah, it's, it's like, not super bad or anything. I'm just, like, <laughs> Nick, now when I look at it, I'm like, you can tell I was a kid. <laughs> all right, well, so I'll, you can tell me after. Um... Oh, I'm so happy that, like, I was... Like, I felt like I was going fucking crazy. I'm like, am I making up memories in my brain right now? So Christian had a Zoom. You had a Zoom. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much 50% of the Zoom population. <laughs> I wonder if part of it was the name. Even though I guess the name iPod is also fucking dumb. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> Christian said, yeah, fuck that thing. Uh, it was fine. I mean, I don't know where I put mine after I moved... Actually, no, I must have had it at some point. I, I was definitely using it for stuff. You never owned an iPod, though, right? No. I guess at that point... I feel like you probably used your Zoom for a decent amount of time. I did. And then, at this point, you just used your phone, I'm assuming? Exactly. Like, I, I was using my Zoom up until... Because I was using it for podcasts still. When okay. I was travel When I was driving to work and shit. Um, I mean, I... At this point, like... With the way that everything works with streaming and, you know, the capacity your phone can have. I guess you don't really need that de- dedicated device, but I will say this. The last iPod that I owned was, like, I, I couldn't even tell you what it was called. I think it was just, I, it wasn't a touch. It might have been called, they might have, at when the touch came out, I think they changed the naming to, there was, like, the iPod Shuffle, which was just a no-screen little yeah. like Lego piece basically that you couldn't even choose what music you listen to it just shuffled whatever music you put on there um then the iPod Touch which is you know basically an iPhone with a, a fucking phone and um I think they changed the regular iPod's name to iPod Classic mm-hmm. so I had in college I had an iPod Classic I think it was 250 gigs like it was a fucking like the back of it was like some sort of metal like it was like a nice like, it was a nice fucking iPod. Like, it was... I, I spent probably, like, 250 or something on it. Like, it was a nice thing, and I love music. And at the time, when we were in college, this was, you know, eight or so years ago? Longer? Uh, I mean, we probably graduated eight or so years ago. Jesus. So, like, 12 years ago at this point? No, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because we're, our 10-year high school graduation reunion is... Is, is this year? Yeah. So, eight years ago? Sure. That, that's, like, in the middle of it somewhere. 
Yeah. When I graduated, I was probably 20 or 21, and I'm 28 now. So about eight years ago. Eight or nine years ago. I don't fucking know. Nine Math. Regardless, a decent amount of time ago, I mean, the climate of what phones were and what streaming services didn't exist and all this stuff, so it made sense to have, like, a piece of hardware like that, especially for someone like me who I'm usually the one that's driving everybody. I just like music in general. I commute to school. Like, it made sense to access my library of music. Um... I would never buy that dedicated machine today or, I don't know, past six years, five years. But if I still had that, I'd fucking use it all the time. Um, someone stole it in college. Yeah. I actually kind of remember. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it was at... It definitely got stolen out of our my apartment. Yeah, the one I, in Alston? Yeah, I think it was we had a party and somebody went into mine and Christian's bedroom and stole shit. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure other things were stolen. I'm, I mean, if that's all I lost, great. That's all I ever noticed that was stolen. Um, I mean, pretty much all of my video games and stuff were there, so I'm glad none of that. I, I'd honestly rather the iPod get stolen than any of my fucking video game shit, to be honest. Um, but yeah, some fucking douchebag rummaged through our room and stole shit, so... Fuck that guy, or girl, or whoever the fuck you were. Fuck that guy. What if he listens to this? What if he listens to this, like, just because, like, you know what, I like those guys. Like, he just, like, know, like, I went to college with them, like, oh, I like video games. He's and right to now, it on your iPod. Yeah, yeah. Oh, motherfucker. It comes full circle. Uh, anyways. I don't really talk to a lot of people I went to college with. And not by choice. Like, not by anything. Not because I don't, like, I just, I don't know. But there are a few that I keep in touch with. Uh, good people. I didn't talk to people in college. I didn't really talk to anybody either. I'm a fucking quiet... I'm a loner. I hang out with my fucking... Yeah, it's not the thing you want to hear on the news report. Yeah, he was a loner. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this has gotten to a weird tangent. Why were we talking about fucking Zooms? You know, if I were to sit here and think about it for five minutes, I could tell you. I'm not going to get there. Yeah. Anyways, so moving on. Boston Comic Con, Felicia Day, fantastic. Any I other, remember any, now. Any other thoughts on... Oh, you remember now? Yeah, we were talking about Felicia Day, and I said I was watching the Guild on my Zoom. Ah. Sweet. Um, any other thoughts on Comic Con? Uh, no, nah, not really, other than I probably should have bought the fucking Deluxe Pass, or whatever it was. In retrospect... It probably would have made more sense because it wasn't that much more if comparing the prices from yeah. like. That's how they. That's how they really got us. Yeah. That's how they really got us. They're like, all right, people probably aren't gonna want to go all three days, but we'll make it make more sense for them to buy tickets yeah. for all three days, and then you just start incrementing the price. Like, well, I mean, it's already ninety dollars. Might as well spend the extra twenty. Was it twenty? It was only like yeah, it was only like twenty extra dollars to go all three days. Um, I, well, I think it was. Well, each day was priced differently. It was like mm-hmm. fifty for Saturday. I think it was thirty-five for Friday and forty for Sunday. Mm-hmm. So if you if you planned on going two of the days, it was like five dollars more to go all three days. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, if you dropped another, you know, twenty or thirty dollars, I think it was even less than that. I think it was only like ten bucks more, maybe fifteen. It was not a lot more. All right. Well, yeah. 
throw that money down, then you get, like, the deluxe thing, or you get... If you got the deluxe thing, did you also have to wear the bracelet, or could you just get away with the... I think you just had that badge. The, the badge would have been nice. The badge was nice. Um, I mean, it wasn't a bad convention. It has potential to grow next year, and I hope it does. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out in a year's time. But, yeah, I don't know. It was okay. I mean, if it grows, it'll probably be more difficult to get in. I don't, and that's, I, that's, I don't think so. That's my thing. Now I've gotten to the point where like I like going to I like going to conventions. I just hate the process of going from outside the building, inside the building. Well, if we get the premium pass next next year, you go to the bottom entrance and you just walk right in. Yeah, that's what I. Which is where me and Dom went in every day anyway. I went. That's why I got in one of the days. I think the first day because I got in there without you guys, and I just like walked in there and I was like, hmm. I feel like the sign says I'm not supposed to come in this way, but yep. here I am. No, they did not care. It was not a. It was a very oddly enforced rules for the entrance of like who could go in what entrance. Mm. Uh, when it was clearly marked on the door that said like VIP entrance, premium entrance. Yeah, I was like, well, which one am I? Yeah. Apparently, I was none of those things. No, we were none of those things. We also, me and Tom, went in that way the first day with no fucking. Pass. We didn't even have a pass. Oh, I didn't have a pass the first time either. Yeah. I remember I walked in and I was like, hey, where do I go to... All they regulated was if you were walking onto the show floor. Which actually, you know how to think about it? We don't really deal with that at PAX because we get our badges mailed to us, but that's what it's like at PAX too. You can go into the foyer, like the front part. Yeah. I don't know why I just said that word like that. The foyer. The fieri. The fieri. Um... I don't know if this is a new thing or not, this is another tangent, but obviously I was watching Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah. Listen, for the listeners' sake here, I don't watch a lot of TV, but when my girlfriend is watching TV and I can't stand to listen to fucking, fucking Real Housewives of fucking Enter City name, I'm like, can you please put anything else on? I'll literally watch anything. I don't dislike... Diners and drives and diners, drive-ins and dives. Just call it the triple D. The triple D. Oh, oh I don't want to. It hurts saying that. Jesus, Mike. We're not in Flavortown. We can call it diners, drive-ins and dives. Oh, I'm taking this podcast of Flavortown. Um, I don't hate the show because I like food and like for the most part they go to like some delicious-looking food venues. Like, I'm enticed. I'm excited. Shout out. I mean, the lobster shanty. Shout out to lobster shanty. They've been on the fucking show. But I don't know. I've never noticed this ever. So I don't know if it's just because there's new episodes airing or if this is a first time for this year. The show, because it pops up on the screen, was nominated for a fucking Emmy. Fantastic. There must be a new category or something. It was like it was like scripted reality show or something. <laughs> and the Emmy for best televised food goes to... Guy Fieri for the Triple D. <laughs> Somebody won. Oh, no. I really hope they win and he goes on stage because I can't wait for all the videos that are going to just edit the shit out of that. He gets a special Emmy where it, on the Emmy statue itself, it has sunglasses on the back of his head. <laughs> oh, 
diners, drive-ins, and that. Listen, I don't have a problem with Guy Fieri. He's just a ridiculous character, and it's easy to make fun of. He, he's a he's a punching bag, but he can take it, and that's why he does it. Mm -hmm. He looks like a retired juggalo, Mike. Well, maybe he is. Oh, you didn't hear about that, did you? No. So, we were earlier we were talking, like, we don't need to talk about this in depth. Okay. However. Wait, is this going to involve Juggalos or Guy Fieri? Or both? <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> I'm excited. So, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, this coming weekend, I guess, a bunch of different places are mm -hmm. going to have white nationalists, like, rallies or whatever. Yeah. So, By the way, uh, full disclosure here, fuck Nazis. Continue. Uh, I think one of these places is happening on, like, the Mall of America, I think. It's okay. happening in some place. But the place apparently has been double booked because oh. not only are they supposed to be having a thing there. Guy Fieri? No, Juggalos. <laughs> so Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri in mob form? Guy Fieri before he evolved into the food megastar he is now? That's like his second evolution. Oh, okay. It's like it goes, uh, I don't know. I, I, I got nothing. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's Continue. Um, the Blue yeah. Meanie from wrestling. <laughs> Juggalos. So the, Guy Fieri. The Juggalos, you know, were trying to have like a little thing to show like, hey, you know. Because the Juggalos are, are officially classified as a gang. What? They are classified as a gang. So, like, they're trying to, like, dispel that notion. So, like, they're having, like, a little get-together, whatever, at this location. The same time as uh, the the white nationalists. So I guess it's gonna be a throwdown, is all. Okay. So let me get this straight. We're living in a time where, in America, in America, in America, the Nazis and the KKK have joined forces, mm -hmm. dressed in fucking traditional KKK garb and garbage Nazi garb. Oh, take us that back. Say what you will about the Nazis. They had some sick uniforms made by Hugo Boss, but that's... Wait, did they really? Hugo Boss made their their uniforms back in the old-timey, like, Nazi days. Like, knowing that who he was making them for? I Is guess. Hugo Boss German? Well, maybe. All right. I don't know the specifics. I just know that, you I'll know... I'll that. I'm just curious now. He made some fly outfits. All right, well, they're not dressed like... In traditional they're not dressed. They're dressed like fucking idiots. They're dressed like slums. Um, so, we're living in a time where these two groups have come together... Mm-hmm. On American soil. Join forces like Voltron. Yeah. And are running the streets and, like, openly talking about getting, basically, killing minorities. That's, that's their motto, so. And one of our defenses in this are Juggalos? Yeah. Juggalos are coming to the aid of normal people? I mean, it wasn't planned this way, but that's how it's shaken out. I will tell you right now, if I see one news story of, like, a juggalo vanquishing a, a mixture of KKK and Nazi people, I might start listening to ICP. I'm already getting my juggalo tattoo. This is all fucking ridiculous. Good stuff, huh? Wow. I never, ever would have imagined that this is where your conversation was going. Exciting times. What? This is legit. This isn't an I'll, onion I'll, story. I'll, I'll, I'll cue it up for you. Wow. I'm, I'm legitimately fucking bamboozled right now with this news. I don't know if I can continue this podcast. We have to end it right here. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have other things you want to talk about. Yeah, but what can top that? 
oh nothing you'll just have to accept the fact that this this entire conversation is just gonna go downhill jesus wow i'm i'm really i'm, I'm taking it back right now well, cue that up and we can we can see that afterwards but uh i guess moving on from boston comic-con overall again i rank it third amongst the three big ones that come here mm-hmm. but i see potential in it i hope you know next year's continues to grow um but I hope as large as they grow, I hope they don't ever, like, forget about the artist. <laughs> stay, stay close to their roots. The artist uh, side of things. I feel like I feel like you don't really hear much about, like, the artists that attend San Diego Comic-Con. If, the, if that's even a thing. If it's a part of the show, I have no fucking idea. I feel like the comic book news that comes out of it... And I guess I don't really care too much about the comic book news that comes out of it. But I just mean, like, the artists are important and you know I would hate to see basically my favorite part of Boston Comic Con diminish because they want to you know become more mainstream but anyways off my soapbox on to well I was going to talk about Sonic Mania a little bit but before we do that what I did want to talk about was Splatoon 2 oh yeah have you been having these disconnect issues that everyone seems to be having like you didn't see what, my tweet today i did see the tweet but i mean i'm being a little coy for the for the audience oh, here mike i did see your tweet but, that, but that's but that's why i know i can bring it up to you because i know it's mm-hmm. happened to you so but i haven't really talked i just saw your tweet so basically what it, it explains to listeners if they don't follow at underscore mycopath or fat topanga as he likes to be called yeah um oh i already lost my train of thought here well, people get disconnected. I've I've noticed the last few days, at least. It's been getting worse, right? Yeah, I mean, normally it doesn't happen to me in the middle of a match. What will happen is when I'm queuing up for the next match, it'll say, you know, connections unstable or connection. And that's lost. for the most part what happens to me. Once in a while, you know, some one person will drop off a team. But lately, I feel like it's been like full match disconnects, or you know, mm-hmm. what happened to you today? Yeah. Today was an interesting one because it, it popped up. I was in my match. So the connection's unstable. And then I noticed people around me poofing. But then the game started up again. And like sometimes when this happens to me, I think what happens is like I'm the only one in the match. And then by the end of the match, it says like the connection's unstable. So I don't see any results. Mm-hmm. This time what happened was I was left. And then someone else on the other team was left. Mm-hmm. So it was just us two duking it out. Ooh. Um, and of course, my boy over here won. I won, but that's because I had the advantage of he was using he was using the gun that I wanted to get, the one that I used to have in the last game. One of the it wasn't a blaster, was it? It wasn't a blaster. It was like the Spidermatic. But the, the thing is, is that its <coughs> its sub is different. It's like the jetpack one, the one that we don't know how to use. Mm-hmm. So what happened is, he, well, no, I know how to use it. I just think it's fucking garbage. He he would get his, but the fact of the matter is like. If I can get away from him, and I can probably get away from him pretty quickly as long as he doesn't know where I am, like, it's not going to kill me, whereas my special, which is the Tenta Missile, I can see where he is, aim it at him, and then, like, you know, hunt him down if it doesn't, ca- if my special doesn't kill him, which it probably wouldn't anyway. Yeah. Um, so I just had, I just had a weapon advantage for me in that match. Yeah, but I looked at the score. You had more than a weapon advantage. You fucking knocked his fucking socks off. The only other thing I had going for me was that 
I don't know how well our teams were doing before they all disconnected. Uh, yours said they each had a thousand. That means that they didn't get anything. They didn't. They didn't get anything. But I think even. I don't think you get any points if you disconnect at any point in time in the match. So even if they did stuff, it oh, would auto and it gets you zero. zero. Okay. So I don't know, like what they did, but basically all I had to do was you know, keep him at bay and like undo anything he might have done. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been seeing more and more. Oh, excuse me. I feel like I've been seeing more and more that. Um, these disconnect issues are becoming a problem. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's... It, it might be a part that Splatoon 2 is just selling so well that the servers are just flooded and they can't... The servers just aren't ready to handle it yet. But, I mean, we've talked at length, you know, multiple times, and I've talked at length throughout, you know, off the air, too, that Nintendo has issues with Internet and they need to fucking address them. Like, this is going to hurt the long run of this game outside of its core fans. Um, so it's the pressing issue that I hope they fucking fix very soon. It'd be nice, because, you know, sometimes I get into, like, a real thing where it's like, all right, I'm going to play against this guy one more time, and I'm going to fucking wreck him. And it's like, oh, nope, you all got disconnected. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Um, <coughs> I'm amounting a fucking squid squad, though, Mike. I mean, I got some... People, I mean, you saw the tweet that I tweeted at you. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got some, we got some people. We got some people we know. We got some people that we kind of know, and then we got some, you know, people that, you know, just say stranger danger. Yeah, sure. No. But this brings me to my next thing, which mm-hmm. is new Splatfest announced today. Today, September first. Uh, first week of September. I think it's September 1st. Invisible, which you, if you could pick a superpower, invisibility mm-hmm. or flight, Yeah. are you just straight rocking Team Marina? Or are you thinking about the options here? I mean, this question, it's a question as old as time. Flight or invisibility? Um, I don't really care for either power. I, I also agree that there are better powers. There are way better about. powers than, like, you know, just, but if you're stuck with these two, I mean, I don't really care about flying. Being invisible could be fun. A lot of cheeky shenanigans you can get into by being invisible. Cheeky bastard. Um, so, wait. So, you're also just happenstancing, like, oh, I'm just also choosing marinas? Since we're assuming marinas is on the right? In the... For the past three Splatfests, including the Global Task Fire Splatfest, mm-hmm. of the three, only one of them I picked because I like strongly sided with that thing, which was ketchup. Ketchup I just picked because I feel like it's a more versatile condiment. So I was like, all right, if I have to pick ketchup or mayo, I'll go with ketchup. The other two, I was like, eh, it doesn't really matter, so I'll just go with Marina. Interesting. So for me, personally, their ketchup, no-brainer. Team Ketchup. Shout out to my Team Ketchup fucking fuck mail. Ice cream or cake was very difficult for me. That was a very... that was Those are trying times. That's a question that I don't want to have to tell my kids I answered. I, like, I don't want people to know that that's a struggle that I had to deal with. Yeah, don't tell people you to struggle with that decision. <laughs> because they are going to come up to the correct conclusion about you. Which is that you are a fat, 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 fat fucking shit. piece of shit. 
daddy, you fucking fat fucking piece of shit. Who taught you this language? You fucking... That's what mom says about you all the time. Now listen here, kids. Back in my day, we didn't have these newfangled things. We had to choose between cake and ice cream. Are you talking to your children as if you were a 90-year-old man? <laughs> How late in your life did you have these kids? I don't know. Because you're not living that long, given uh, your fucking cake my, versus ice cream debacle. My stress level is over 9,000, mm -hmm. so if it takes a toll on you. Anyways, I don't know. We're being ridiculous. But, this is the main dilemma that I have. I feel like Unless, unless the question is, like, something... So, I mean, it, it, let's break down this way. If I need to choose between idols, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm Team Pearl. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just Team Pearl. Yeah. It's my girl. She's got the fucking attitude. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's probably, like, a dope rapper. Like, maybe it's my girl. Like, I'm down with Pearl. Okay. I mean, Marina's still my chick. But I mean, if I, if you, gun to my head, fucking splatter shot to my dome, mm -hmm. what am I doing here? Team Pearl's my girl. I digress. I cannot wait for a Pearl Amiibo, by the way. I'm gonna shower myself in Pearl Amiibos. That sounds gross. It sounds really fucking gross. Anyways, so we'll break it down that way. I mean, Pearl's my girl. When it comes to the specific questions, I feel like ketchup was the only one where I looked at and I was like, whoa, fuck mayo. I'm all about ketchup. Thankfully, mm -hmm. it happened to align with your answer. But going forward, unless there's like a Splatfest that is very decisive, mm -hmm. like where I'm looking at the answers and I'm like, there's no way I can pick the other one. Mm-hmm. I feel like going forward, I'm just going to pick what you pick because I want to be in your fucking squad. Oh, you don't have to worry about me. No, I want to play with you. I want to fight with you, Mike. I wanna... What's going to end up happening is that we'll be on a team and then we have to fucking find two other people to play. Well, hopefully they fix that. But, again, what I was trying to say before was I'm amassing troops. So, at the point we're at now, like, regardless of which side of the splat fist we end up on, we should have enough people to roll with. I mean, realistically... Todd will probably pick whatever we pick just to play with our team. So we really probably only need one. Mm -hmm. And we got some. So I'm worried about it going forward. But what I'm worried about is there's going to be that time where it's like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like a really polarizing thing. I'm like, I, I can't. I don't know. Like, I'll, such a polarizing Here we go. Here we go. It's going to be Pearl. <laughs> It's gonna be like Pokemon versus Digimon. I'm like, I'm gonna go with Digimon. You'd be like, no. Oh, I mean, honestly, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. But if they did for some reason, I'm sorry, Mike, but I'm gonna wipe the floor with your Digimon looking ass. I'm just saying. That's what you think. You know what's funny is, I feel like, I feel like if that was ever an actual topic, <laughs> Digimon would be such a small number. Specifically, this is on a Nintendo platform. That you guys would fucking run house because it would be easier for you to get more wins. Because they're gonna look at it. This is what happens. Like, if I you don't do Reddit, but I mean, if you look at the Reddit, uh, the Splatoon subreddit, you know, people like will look at it and be like, "All right, this is going to be the team that's going to be less popular." 
So if we just kind of focus our efforts, like, if the good people, like, are aware of this and they all just pick the, like, the less popular team, they'll probably be playing against a bunch of scrubs, a bunch of kids that are like, ooh, I like Pokemon! Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, that's the other thing, too. Is there something that exists of Digimon still? Like, is there a Div- Digimon anime still on? Uh, there was... Like, would kids even know what Digimon is? Kids probably... I'm trying to be a dick here. Kids probably wouldn't know. I don't remember what the most recent actual season was. There's a current... There's a current, like, short, like... Short series running that's, mm-hmm. like, every few months or so they air what's essentially a movie, but they break into, like, four episodes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what the series was before that, though. I've been meaning to watch it, too, and I just I don't have the time anymore. I've been watching the, the short movie things, though, because it takes place after the first, the original, like, series. Ooh. It's like a direct continuation of it. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we can look forward to some more, like... Because what did they do? I mean, they did Transformers. They, they did, did Autobots Auto or Decepticons. Did they ever do some sort of outside property one? They did SpongeBob and Patrick. I do remember that. Did they do any more? Those are the only ones that... They, they did do Pokemon... What was it? did Red and Blue. Red I think it was Red vs. Blue. But that's... I mean, that's Pokemon. That's it's a Nintendo Pokemon. property. Exactly. Um, it'll be interesting to see the course of the Splatfest going forward. I mean, they're playing it... You know, they're, they're doing simple ones now. Which is fine. They're also fun. I mean, they're still fun. It's good that they're doing them as frequently so far as they are, just because when the Splatfest is going on, the atmosphere of the game is fucking cool. And just, I I like that, like, I don't know, I like that, like, weird camaraderie where you're like, let's fucking do this for Team Ninja. I didn't play much single this... Oh, it must still be in play. I didn't do a lot of solo this past one so I don't remember I know in the first game like if me and three other people like randomly start playing together and we just keep playing we will all we'd all just kind of stick together you know what I mean I don't think that happened this time around I think it always rotated your team so then how did it rank how did it do uh squad power I think that I think it just took your power collectively as a squad um yeah, because I, I, I thought that's what it did in the first game, and I noticed when I was playing solo, because when I was grinding at the end to just get to ca- uh, catch up Queen, um, I, I don't think it ever kept the same people in my match on either side. Um, but, I mean, with this Splatfest in particular, I'm just going to, you know, we can have a discussion about it. We can have a, we can have a, a logical discussion about what we should pick, but I'm going to pick what you pick just because I want to play in your team. But... I mean, hearing your reasoning for picking invisibility, mm-hmm. I, I like legitimately took some time to think about this question today, and I was like, if I really had to pick between these two, I think I would pick flight. I feel like as a younger me, I would pick invisibility. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as the current me, I'd pick flight. Yeah, but you're just going to use it for fucking work. And that's literally what I was thinking. I was like, the main thing I can do here is, I mean, just travel in general, I can get around much quicker. I could sell my car. Well, maybe. I mean, we don't. We haven't discussed how fast you're flying. I mean, have you seen this body? Yeah, not I'm very fucking fast. flying. Ugh. I'm the Rocket Queen. Just picturing you, like, just, like, how is he staying up in the air like that? <laughs> uh, I bought a third gold weapon. 
Any guesses? <laughs> I was like, you can't get gold weapons in Splatoon. So, oh, they should fucking add that, though. Uh, I'm down. But, so, quickly switching this. We're talking about Overwatch now. For those of you who don't know, this is, uh, we talk about Overwatch in some capacity every episode. But, I have two golden weapons prior to this. You had the hammer. I had Reinhardt. And I had... Did you have Hanzo's bow? Nope. I'm the Rocket Queen. Oh, you had... Yeah, no, I in in a weird change of events, I went with Farah, who I did not start playing until this season. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I would say she's probably my second best character. Uh, no, I feel like I'm I feel like I am still very good with Mercy. Um, but I you know, Reinhardt's my guy, mm -hmm. and now Farah's my main other other pick for the most part. But I've been playing a lot of Mercy lately. But I mean, I still have some other dudes that I roll with. So, what do you think I picked as my third? So wait, hold gold on, weapon? I'm confused. So, so the two gold weapons I currently have are Farah and Reinhardt. Okay. And there were three that I was kind of juggling around. Obviously, it was like Hanzo Mercy. Of course, it was Hanzo. Oh, all right. Well, no, of course it was Hanzo that I was juggling around. Hanzo mm -hmm. Mercy, and I think I was joking around with Tracer a little bit. She said, "I love Tracer." Mm -hmm. But ultimately, you went with Sombra. Well, of course. Because it's, she's been here all along. <laughs> I was literally trying to think of a Sombra thing to say, and I don't know, I couldn't think of that. She just went, boop. So who do you think I went with? <sighs> I mean, all your Hanzo talk, you should just end it up with Hanzos. Theoretically. Theoretically. Logically. Mm -hmm. But you decided to go with Genji instead. <gasps> mara mara. Is that a Hanzo line? Uh, that's no, that's a Genji line. That's a Genji line. Uh, nope. Oh, Final guess? Nope. My ideas. I want Mercy. Oh. I've been playing a lot of Mercy lately. I, I feel like I keep getting stuck on teams where I need to be the healer, which I'm, I'm totally fine with doing, but um, I love playing Mercy. I don't know. I was like, you know what? As much as I want to have a Hanzo gold bow just to like pull out and stun on people, I gotta give it to my Mercy first. Hanzo will be next. Unless between now and then, either I pick up another character that I'm getting good with, or, I don't know, the next character is someone that's fucking nasty. Some sort of, I don't know, intelligent ape. I will, I will say that Doomfist gold gun is such a slight difference, like, such a slight difference, but knowing that, like, it has that little extra shine. Like, you're a fucking baller if you have Doomfist Gold Weapon already. Does that guy, does that guy have Doomfist Gold Weapon? He just came out. You can barely tell. <laughs> it's gold. <coughs> this guy's fucking trash. Match. <laughs> Match start. Doomfist kills himself. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, I'm happy that I picked Mercy. Judging by how this season is going, and judging by how things will end up, and now that Lucio <coughs> Ball has competitive, and you get a little bit of extra bonus points for that, not a lot, but you get some, I might, slight might, get Lucio's gold gun. No, I'll probably be at the cusp of a fourth gold weapon. By the way, I played a little bit of today with Todd when I got home from work, and... I'm really sad to say that when I gain my next level, 
I will be level 500. I'm pretty sure that's a portrait color change out of bronze to silver. You fucking... And that's just... That's just a lot. That's just a lot of Overwatch. That's a lot of Overwatch, sir. Man, I'm not mad about it, but... When I see it change to that other color, I'm gonna be like... I'm one of these people now. One of these Overwatch types. Remember that time... We were talking to some guy. I forget how it came up. It must have been must have been something that someone was wearing. You guys were talking about Destiny. He's uh-huh. like, oh yeah, I put X amount of time at Destiny. And like, we were done talking to the guy, and you're like, that's a fucking lot of time to be putting into Destiny. That's way too much time. And then like, you did that, and I was like, oh wait, I probably spent that much time on Destiny too. Yeah. Well, no, we were, we were walking downtown. We were at Game Zone, which is the local game, retro game shop in Salem. And... I was probably, oh, you know what I was wearing? I was wearing, so, when the tragedies happened in Nepal, Mm -hmm. you recall this? Nope. Um, I, tsunami? Something bad happened over there, and, like, they were raising people, raising people, they were raising money for people in Nepal, Mm -hmm. so Bungie, uh, for those of you who aren't aware, the company that makes, you know, famously Halo or Marathon and Destiny, um, they did a fund, like a, were raising funds for the victims in the, in, in Nepal, and if you pledged a certain amount, or if you bought, I think maybe it was just you pledged a certain amount, they gave you a t-shirt. So the t-shirt that I got was a Destiny shirt about Nepal, so the person recognized it, and made a comment about Destiny, and then said how much he played in Destiny, and we walked away, and I was like, that's a lot of fucking Destiny. And then I, then I opened my phone and looked at my hours of Overwatch, and I was like, oh, I've played more Overwatch than that. So I definitely played that much Destiny. Yeah. Video games. Yeah. So there was, like, a legit topic that I wanted to talk about today. Like, this whole episode... So I was with some of my colleagues today. I don't think that's a word that I've ever used in a sentence. Today's been the first for you for saying a lot of words. Uh-huh. A lot of them incorrectly, by the way. Really? Uh, you definitely said something wrong earlier, and I forget what it was. You you will listen to this episode later, and you're going to laugh at whatever stupid thing you said wrong, and then you're going to get to this part of the podcast like, oh, that's right, that's what Mike was talking about. You're fucking... You're, you're handsome. Yeah. I know. Anyways. <laughs> um, I was with my colleagues and we got on the topic of esports and it turned into like a rather like lengthy like healthy debate with me being on one side I'm sure you can guess which side that was Mm -hmm. and these two people so this one person being on the other side and then the third person being literally in the middle like understood my argument mm-hmm. understood his argument gets my points but thinks that he would fall on that side of the spectrum mm-hmm. it was very weird dynamic because it was a like really good conversation to the point where I was like A I wish I recorded this and B they were going to probably come on the podcast because <laughs> they want to but we'll have them as a guest one night but I wanted to talk about that and kind of 
do your thoughts. But this episode's over, so it looks like if that's interesting topic to you, we're going to cover that in the future, but just not right now. But it was a good debate, and I, I, there was a lot of top, uh, a lot of points that were made that I was. It was a very good conversation. Let me just ask you this real quick, and I'm fine with it because it's late. And I want to go home. I want to go to sleep. Uh, are you ending this episode on a, on a cliffhanger? I mean, you're just gonna have to wait till next week to find out. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. You now realize that next episode has to be with previously on Dragon Ball Z. But, but Goku, the Dragon Balls. Previously on Pass the Controller, Michael talked about playing with a Zoom. Yeah, I like my Zoom. And Brendan talked about esports. Well, we were going to talk about esports, but we didn't have enough time. And don't forget. Guy Fieri is on the brink of getting all seven Dragon Balls. <laughs> With all seven Dragon Balls, I'll make the entire universe into Flavortown. <laughs> oh, I'm going to probably edit this clip and have this be the intro to every episode going forward. Every episode, people are like, when the fuck is Guy Fieri going to fucking make the entire universe into Flavortown? <laughs> I mean, it would it would literally just be accurate to Dragon Ball Z, where every episode is like, Will Goku make it back in time? Will he defeat King Kai? Why is he fighting King Kai? He's helping him come back to life. Will he finish the end of the Dragon Bridge? He's been running on this thing for seven seasons. Fun fact. King Kai, very upset with Goku because after all said and done, after the after the Cell games, uh-huh. like no one's made any effort to wish King Kai back to life or restore his planet. Does he want to be back to life? Yes. He's, like, pissed off, like, after all this. Like, he's never bothered to, like, hey, you know, King Kai, you want to come back to life? Uh, I can't do it. I used to have a dirty King Kai. Another thing, we need to find a clip of the sub, because, like, I was not prepared for King Kai's, like, actual Japanese voice. Is it fucking redonk? It's just, like, I'm... Like, I remember... Like, his English voice is, like... like, (laughs) It's whiny. It's whiny. It's, like... It's like it's it's like more like fatter than that. Like yeah. you feel like he's cho- like go 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 go. No, it's 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 deeper. But it's it's like you can feel his neck in it. You can feel his neck, and it's like nasally and yeah. Go That's a little closer. That was closer. But anyway, I'll, I'll workshop it. Yeah, workshop it. <laughs> but no, I used to have a dirty king cat. I used Japan- to do a lot of Dragon Dragon Ball Z voices. His Japanese voice is like just it sounds so mellow. It's like. <laughs> it, I have to. I have All right, to, yeah, pull that shit up because now I'm in fucking intrigued. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm not even gonna fucking lie. When I was a kid, there were so many fucking episodes that ended with "Will Goku make it back in time?" Because fuck Goku, you, Goku, <laughs> fuck you, Sasuke, Ore. Does he have any videos about Dragon Ball Z? He must have Dragon Ball Z videos. Yeah, probably. Uh, I'll have to look those up after, but. Anyways, closing uh, thoughts? Anything you want to wrap up here with, Mike? Nah. Was, uh, that, that Dragon Ball Z banter was fun. I, I enjoyed it. It, yeah. me, it made, literally made me want to watch Dragon Ball Z. But as always, this episode... Not as always, but as now. This episode was sponsored by our good friends at Goodnight Fatty. If you find yourself in the Salem, Massachusetts area on a Friday or Saturday night from 7 to 11... Make sure to head on down to Higginson Square and get yourself some delicious fatties. And if you don't know what a fatty is, let me tell you, 
you need to follow them on Instagram at goodnightfatty or Facebook at goodnightfatty because you need to see what you're missing out on. Mike's got a face. I just remember someone showed me an Instagram of a of a guy that just goes around like reviewing cookies. That's why don't I not have this job? I don't. No, I think he just. I think he's like a. From my understanding, he's like a DJ or like a radio personality, and he just does this on the side for like fun. Just like I just try a cookie and I rate it. So, did you discover my secret Instagram? Because this is kind of DJ, radio personality, cookie connoisseur. Has just he I, gone to Goodnight Fatty? I didn't scroll through his entire thing. It seemed like he was in the like strictly in the Boston area. He's a fucking fake but cookie connoisseur. Then <laughs> he reviewed Cookie Crisps. Did really? Yes. <laughs> All right, we gotta look this up after. Anyways, if you're in the Salem, Mass area, make sure to head on to Higginson Square. Let them know that that pass control was sent to you. Get yourself a fucking flight of some delicious cookies. They have three different ones every weekend. They're never the same week to week, and they're blowing up right now. Yes. They are blowing up. They line out the door. So make sure you get there early because the later you go. They might just run out of some cookies. It's happened to us. It's true. It's happened to us. I cried. Uh, Mike, I don't even want to talk about it. Last week, you didn't go last week, right? No, I did go. Oh, so do you remember what happened last week? Because I remember vividly. We showed up and they had run out of... Of uh, Oreo pudding cookies. Yes. Are you kidding me right now? One of their best cookies that I've had. And it was gone, obviously, because it's fucking delicious. Right. I mean, but... Yeah, make sure you head on down to Higginson Square and check out our friends at Goodnight Fatty and let them know that Pass the Controller sent you. And, as always, you can find us on the internet at ptcgaming.com, on Instagram at Pass underscore the underscore controller, and on Twitter at Pass Controller. And you can find me at Big Room and this guy at underscore Mycopath. And make sure... To stay tuned to all of our outlets because we will be announcing some events coming up very, very soon. So be on the lookout. And thanks for listening. And also, fuck Nazis. <laughs>